and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 96. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside my Spanish meatball, Joseph. How are you, mm. sir? Some people would say that my days are numbered, Fix. Your days are definitely numbered, sir. The, as the, as the, people's the people's champ. champ. Don't put air quotes. It, All right, sorry, that's, yeah. that's very low of you. So, um, that, you know, Crush has challenged me for the... For the heavyweight champion nope. belt? Nope, nope. I own the heavyweight champion belt. I am the My Xbox and Me champion. Well, the United you, States champion. You are the United. So then, don't start with heavyweight. You're not a heavyweight out here. I'm the big daddy O. I took yeah. out Crash. I took <laughs> out your title spits. Moody. I think I took out Moody. Was it Moody? I played as well. I played two people. That's not bragging. That's I like. Destroyed- you're right, you're right. Destroying Moody is like taking candy from a baby. You're right, you're right. But I own the title. No one's tried yeah. to come for it because they know. No. They know. Sure. sure. I mean, if whatever helps you to sleep at night, you know. Don't don't at me. Don't at don't me. even. But yeah. Joe, how have you been? I've been relatively really good. Um, it's it's been a good week. School started, so I'm just making sure I'm I'm playing this week real slow when it comes to content because I want to make sure that school comes first, of course, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that I can make sure I can hold my promises uh, for videos come the future. So, testing the waters. But right now, it seems like school is going to be a breeze this semester. So, you can expect a good two to three videos a week from Mr. Bad Bed over here. So. We'll see. We'll see. Because you, you, you haven't really been in contact with me over our other project. So, oh. I'm like sitting here waiting like... I've got so, I've got a lot stop of projects. Promising, stop promising shit you may not be able to deliver. I, but you know what? Here's the thing. My Xbox and me, I just want to say this before we talk about what the games we've been playing, is a great place to enact change. And that's why to start this change, as the people champ for now, I need to make an announcement. Okay. Uh, a, a listener, a fan, Mr. Sean Capri, he has an Xbox podcast called The Xbox Drive where he's in his car and they talk Xbox while he drives to work. Okay. I need to be on that podcast, Vix. I need to be a guest host. And I promise if I'm a guest host, I will I will go to McDonald's and order breakfast during that episode. That is an offer to Mr. Capri. See, I, look, Mr. Capri, I hope you're doing well, sir. Now, if you want, yeah. if you want, like the driving force behind this podcast, let's be oh. serious. The one who you know, co-founded this podcast, right. along with yeah. Ross Miller, rest yeah. in peace. Rip. Um, who brings in the numbers each week? You know, oh, the fans. The fans great. come to the fans come to see the MC. Not the my MC Fixer. Face. They yeah. come for MC Fixer. So, if you want a super co-host for yeah. one episode, then you come and holler at me. Just saying. Yeah. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there. I'm just saying. So is Haley going to drive and you're just going to like sit in the back? Obviously, Joe. Obviously. Come on. <laughs> I don't drive. Come on. But, or yeah. you could go with my co-host who we call the Spanish Meatball. Yeah. And, you know, you know, that's down to yeah. your choice. Your choice. Yeah. Joe. Yes. This episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by Mike Lynch. As always, thank mm. you, Mike, for supporting the show and we'll hear more from him later. Um, and let's get through the rigmarole, which is... You can find this show on podcast services such as iTunes, SoundCloud, um, and YouTube. We need to get it. Joe, what Joe? I've undersold the Android users for long enough. So oh, we really? need to get it to the Android users in a better form than just SoundCloud and YouTube. So we need to talk about that off air. Yeah. 
I feel like that can be part of the big package of what we're working on soon, so it's all well and good. If you want the show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Audio version is $3, video version is 4 If you want thank you videos and other stuff, there's other tiers for that. Today, I really don't want to talk about any of that, though, because yeah. the big daddy-o so of the most-so of the coast, so I don't even care about what you've been playing this week, I'll be honest with you. What's in your box is not thing. really important. Me too. So, let's jump straight into the topic of the show, which is our review of Destiny 2. Mm. Destiny 2, a video game that has come out... It's been out two days? No, two days? Two, three. Days of blur. Yeah, it's weird. It is. It's, so, how far in are you? Uh, let's start there. So, how far in are you? And so, what Okay, what level are you and what layer level yeah. are you? So, uh, first, I got it on, on the PlayStation 4. Ooh. Um, boo, boo, PlayStation, they suck. Because um, uh, Amazon fucked up. Okay. So, I, I got it on the PlayStation 4 and I beat it. On the PlayStation 4, story-wise. Let's yeah. put that in quotes. Um, and then I made my Warlock on the Xbox version last night, and I think I got him or her to level 5 or 6. Okay. But you think you've... So what level are you on PlayStation? What light level um, 20. I'm level 20. Level... The, so, okay, both yeah. of us... Okay, so we both finished the game. Yeah. Uh, the story. Uh, I'm level 20, and I'm light level 250. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! So, so <laughs> yeah. So I've gone. Okay. I've gone pretty deep in. I, the first day, the first night, it come out. I did a fourteen-hour stream. Um, it was meant to be a twenty-four hour, but I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. do it. I started dying. Um, but ever since then, I haven't stopped playing. I must be. I gotta be probably thirty hours, 25, 30 hours in already. If I'm being honest with you, it's the only game I've been streaming. It's the only game I've been playing, and. Boy. Joe, so we've got two different tell, two different points of view from this. Okay. So me, I'm the novice. I'm the Destiny novice. Played the vanilla yeah. Destiny. Didn't like it. Didn't care for it. Didn't. Didn't. Just nothing. Did nothing for me, honestly. So I'm coming in on Destiny two. Like, okay, I'm. I'm expecting a grind. I'm expecting a poor story. I'm expecting just some really good gameplay. Right. Which, cool. And you on the other side, you played Destiny one enjoyed it i believe yeah yeah it's it, it was a roller coaster i played i've i've been a destiny um i've i've watched destiny grow over the years so when it was in pre-development of what what is this game uh to playing the alpha from the beta everything so it's been a wild ride so yeah we're, we're two different ends of the spectrum where i went in with I think I went in with pretty low expectations. I knew what I was getting. I was getting mm. a a a bungee a game from Bungie with great gun gameplay and moment to moment gameplay. Yeah. Um, with a great world, I, I can give Destiny that, but I wasn't expecting a amazing story. I wasn't expecting it to be anything but game, great gameplay. And in my opinion, that's what I got. Um, the story for me does nothing for me. I don't care about the story. I don't care about the characters in the story, honestly. The only person I actually cared about was Cade, which is pretty obvious why he's funny, he's charming, he's got a lot of character to him. Um, everybody else, I couldn't even name you those characters. Okay. But what I will say for you, say there, is I didn't care and I didn't try to care either. So right, you're just like, I'm here for the gameplay. I'm not here. 
to exactly. Exactly. try to understand the bigger plot. I'm just here to shoot things in the face. That, is, that's literally it. I'm here for the grind. I'm here yeah. to grind that light. I'm here to get better weapons. I'm here to shoot things and go pew, pew, pew. That's literally why I'm playing Destiny 2. Yeah. That is it, literally. It wasn't for a amazing story. There are some amazing cutscenes in this game. Um, the shit all over Destiny 1, obviously. It does tell a story that is a story. I, yeah. Personally, for me, not interesting. It's the light has been taken. Go get yeah. your light back. That's literally what it is for me, personally. Yeah. I know it's deeper than that, and I know there's a lot more to it than that. Don't it, get me wrong. It's kind of like... Um... I, I I was playing the game, I was like, this is kind of like, the human story is kind of like season three of Walking Dead meets Mass Effect 2 in terms of, the story is about getting the team together and taking back the city. Yeah. And the human story arc is literally from Walking Dead season three of, yeah, these people are are safe in the walls, but do they really know how to survive if things go wrong? And... They obviously yeah. don't. Yeah. Okay. And so that that is... I, I felt like those two things were cool. Because for me, coming in Destiny 2, I'm, I'm, expecting, I'm expecting improvements. Because, you know, I've enjoyed Destiny 1 overall for that gameplay. But story-wise, yeah, it's bad. There's just no, there's just no way around it. It's the story is bad. It's everything's being held up by how excellent the gameplay uh, is. Because that's and the world, the world I think is amazing as well, personally. Yeah, uh, you know, level design and, and gameplay is what's holding holding this thing up. So, to me, walking into the story, it's actually a different experience. Now, one guy's like, "This is my game of the year." I'm like, "You got to be fucking out of your mind," because though this is a good story, it's good. It's, a, it's not, we're not talking though, it's not a Horizon Zero Dawn where it's going to like blow your mind away. Yeah. It's a typical like action packed uh, roller coaster ride that is taking you from point A to point B. Like the yeah, gameplay. 100%. Yeah, like the, the enemies are easy to beat for the most part. There are like times where I had some difficulty um, in yeah, the I Vex levels. That one Vex level could go suck it, suck an egg. But other than that, like the characters, actually, like Cade, they they grew his character a bit here. He's more fleshed out even than before. I feel like he was the only kind of fleshed out character in Destiny One. Um, Ikora. Wait, wait, wait. Cade's in Destiny One. Yeah. Yep. The robot guy. Yeah. Um, See, didn't, didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he's a more fleshed out character. Zavala. Uh, the guy that talks like this, he is the the Titan um, Guardian. He his character, he's actually a character, and I actually really liked his arc. Um, the only one I didn't like was Ikora, uh, the Warlock. Yeah, I, I meh. But other than that, most of the characters are like really awesome. Like when you're in Cade's level, the AI you meet, yeah, she's you meet a bipolar AI, you guys. One side is completely happy, and then immediately after is like this one depressing, just downer yeah, <laughs> response. It was, again, it was that was that was enjoyable. Yeah, but it's not the same level as 
like you're comparing it to Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. or, or yeah. Last of Us or even the Gears of War or mm. do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. that type of story. It's yeah. for me it, it it was a base very basic story. Again, I went in with I not, not I didn't know Cage was even in the first game. I didn't know these characters. I didn't grow with these characters. I didn't care about these characters. So take my opinion with a total pinch of salt. One thing I do want to give this game credit for is, oh my god, it's sound design and music uh-huh. is phenomenal. Really like, is. Maybe one of the best games music-wise. Like, literally every moment that you're in and the ch- music changes, it embodies what you're doing. It embodies that moment. It embodies the world. It embodies how you're meant to feel. And it does that it's so well. Like, I can't, I cannot praise this game enough with the music yeah. um, and sound design. It's incredible. Yeah. I feel like the, the the only time the music doesn't fit is in the very beginning. And that's about it. And, and level design. I was, I was like, this, the beginning, I was like, oh. but then after that, like, everything sounds great. Like, to me, the music is in a direction that it's like, wow, this, this, this is different, but it still feels like Destiny. Like, Destiny, to me, the first game was like the Pepsi of Halo. Where it sounded, oh yeah, this is the guy that does the Halo music, you know? Uh, getting rid of Marty, which sucks, but it also invites change, and I think that's the change they did need. And overall, yeah, like, the sound is top-notch. Like, the guns, dude. Oh my god. When you're shooting some of these guns, like, you're shooting them because it sounds so rewarding to shoot them, you know? Like, when you're shooting, like, a burst, like, pistol is one of the first things you get. And it yeah. just sounds real good. And the, the animation of the kickback just matches it so well that it just... It, like, sometimes, yeah, you're just shooting because... It, it, dude, it's it's fun. It's, it's a beautiful crafting game. Oh, there's, yeah. there's There's no bigger compliment than I can make than it's a beautiful crafting game that Bungie should be happy with. This isn't a Destiny one. This isn't. I didn't go in with expectations and not and the expectations not be reached. Yeah, it, it's literally done everything right. The one thing I have to have to have to praise it on as well is the fact that maybe I'm wrong, but like and I kept saying this too because I was playing with Crash and I was playing with Kami and uh, Mercs and a few others, Mackie people like that. And I kept saying, I kept asking them uh, different questions like, mm-hmm. "Oh, is this this all feels way more user friendly?" It all feels easier yeah. to understand. Because even the grinding in Destiny um, 1, I just didn't understand it. It's like, it wasn't explained that I needed to get light. I didn't understand how I got light. I didn't understand. And maybe it's just I've, I understand these type of games better now. These games of mm-hmm. service games, these games of life games. I didn't understand what a public event was. I didn't understand that's how I leveled up. I didn't understand the strike. I didn't understand any of this. Maybe I've learned a little bit more since then, as mm-hmm. well as, which helps this game for me. But the pure fact is, I understand everything that's going on. I get an Ingram, I have to get that D... What's, what would they do? They To make it into a gun, what's it called? Oh, you have to go to the Cryptarch. The crypt, they'd sort that out, boom, that woman does this, this person does that. The Postmate guy's got your, the stuff you left behind. It all makes sense. Yeah. I love the whole... Uh, repeti- uh, rep- oh my God, is that? Repetition? 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 No. What I'm leveling up. With all the different characters. Oh like, yeah, the re- yeah the reputation of reputation. Uh, I say yeah. that word so weird sometimes. I don't, I don't know, know what the hell's wrong with me. I'm on a weird way. But yeah. 
which is okay. That's it. I go out, I do this, I collect this coin, I bring it back to him. I get this dust, I bring it back to them. I do this, I bring it back. To, it all makes sense. It's all easy to understand. Yeah. There's nothing. Nothing has gone. Nothing at the moment has been like. It stopped me. I am literally, like I say, I am level light level two fifty. I know that I needed to be two forty to do the nightfall strike. But I've been mm-hmm. told by Crash and that that we should try and get to 260 just because it'd be a lot easier at 260 than it would be at 240 than when it 250 or 240. No, 240 unlocks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm just literally, I'm in that grind and I'm enjoying the grind. I'm enjoying doing the strikes. I understand that I'm going to have these. I think I've done five different strikes or is it four? Maybe four or five different strikes. I know, um, I know on, um, on my one guy, I've. I've done I've done four different strikes. The strikes, if you want to talk about that, the strikes are fucking awesome. Really good. They're really good fun. Holy crap. Back in the original Destiny, it was like, walk into this room, clear out these enemies. Now we're gonna have waves of enemies. Good luck. And um and I'm like, Okay, like this is fun for a while, but you know, I want something different. And each strike offers like something different. Some, it's not exactly. just like I'm running in a room with a ton of enemies. Sometimes it's like that, but like other yeah. times it's like, okay, get from point A to point P with this orb. Like there's yeah. this one level I was in. You got to get this orb and you got to put it in uh, this hole. That's what she said. And <laughs> you, there's these two turrets that are connected to to this the, the conduit in which you're supposed to put the orb into. And these orbs will kill you. Like, or these two turns will kill you if you try to go out there alone. So you have to communicate with your team to go, okay, who's going to distract this while I go out there and, and, and put the orb in? And, like, I'm like, that's such a really cool, like, way of thinking about it. It was like, okay, like, there's a lot more strategy and communication involved with these strikes because you're always doing something kind of differently. And yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I did the there's a laser one we did today. Yes, which, that's that my favorite one, so far. That one kicked my ass. It kicked my ass so much. Yeah, it was my favorite to be fair. Because yeah. I literally my timing is so bad. So I was literally run through these lasers and get hit every single time. It would take down literally all my health. Yep. Like, it, but a lot of fun. Again, it was just something different to break up the moment to moment. Shoot, 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 shoot. Mm-hmm. Which was fun. It was fun. The um, the strikes were good fun. I played a bit of Crucible. Um, How did you like played... the Crucible? Because in Destiny 1, it was uh, 5v5. Yeah, and, and now they, it's 4v4. Now it's 4v4. How do you like that change? See, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't play any Crucible with Destiny 1. Okay. Um, so I can't really compare it to that. But I enjoy it. There's three different gameplay modes, which is... Um, so they've got like a kill confirm mode. Yes. Which you you kill uh, you have to go get their orbs and so it's not dog tags like Call of Duty it's orbs, um, which that mode's probably my favourite because then you haven't got people just sitting up in towers trying to shoot you. Um, right. You actually have to communicate as a team. Um, I've only won like three Crucible matches. Like we were getting our asses kicked yesterday, oh, and yeah. I'm still enjoying it though because at the end I'm still getting a piece of gear or I'm still getting something that helps me towards my end game stuff helps right. towards my light. So I don't feel like losing. I'm still, obviously I want to win because I'm competitive and I want to win. I want to get the best gear, but losing hasn't hindered me as such. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. The, yeah. Like I said, the, um, there's a hard point mode, which is the ABC 
collect you have to hold yes. them down don't that's like that one classic. as much mm-hmm. um but that's just because i'm not very good at that one as nor as me Mac, me it was me mackie angel boy and crash and we were struggling we sort of learned not to try to go for all three just hold down a and b usually yep. so it's just learning feeling that those mechanics and then they've got a normal just uh, team death match um i did not like the team death match as much See, I've got no problem with the team deathmatch, mm. but a lot of people do sit. There's a map where you can sit in a tower. Yeah. And literally, there was a team of three just sitting in that tower, just waiting. Yeah. And then they were just literally. So I was like, Joe, what? You've got to sit back and just wait. Let them come to you. Because they're going to get bored, just like you're going to get bored. So it's just, there's different strategies. Yeah. To me, the uh, TDM just la- it lasts too long. Um, I feel it's like eight, actually, it's instead seven, of. Seven or eight minutes, right? Yeah. But like, instead of like. Maybe nerf the, the, the count to 75. Because I feel like once the team gets the wind on their backs, there's just no stopping them. That's very true. That's very it's true. Just like, you, you it's just like, it's a fucking... You can tell when you've lost. Yeah, you know. If you're down nine kills, you're not getting back up. That That's what I, I've learned quickly. The first yeah. match I was in, dude, it was, it was one of the most beautiful matches. It was just us train wrecking kits it was me and this other guy just just putting in work there and and it was like really rewarding because there's one part where it's all four of them in a room uh in in this one little section and and i found a way to flank them and one of them turns around and i just pop my ult and i just get every single one of them oh really and the comments that um that the guy i forget his name because he's forgettable to me the crucible guy goes Whoa, was that all of them? That was all of them? And I'm like, he's freaking out. Like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, he's like, well done, Guardian. I'm like, thank you, dude. <laughs> like, I love the announcer in there. Though, like, you know, like he doesn't have a personality. He's, yeah. he fucking, he's, he's the best hype man in multiplayer yet. It's it's fantastic. You're forgetting Snoop Dogg and Call of Duty, so I don't think <laughs> I don't feel really like, it's gonna go that far. Um, but yeah, again, there's subclasses. Yeah. I enjoyed. I've I've, I've leveled up all my subclasses. Um, oh I really? Am a, yeah, I'm a Titan. Um, I use I don't know the right terminology for what they're actually called, but the one with the hammers. So okay. Oh, the, oh, you're a piece you, of shit. Is what you're saying? Oh well, you know, um, I enjoy that. So I'm absolutely fucking wrecking forwards with that, just like all in and then jumping up and boop, 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 frank yeah. hammers like I'm, like I'm in this shit. Like don't now, me. my question is, is uh, like, what's your what's your strike team looking like? Because I do, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Love the hunter. Um, I've usually liked the warlock, but there's something about the warlock this time around. I'm not having any fun with it. I don't know why. Maybe I'll just like I'll grow to like it. But I'm kind of thinking about making a Titan on the Xbox, but I'm thinking about our future raid group. So uh, this is a very, 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 very important talk yeah. right here, Joe. So we've got me, Kami, are both running Titans. Kresh is running a Hunter. Mackie's running a Titan, I believe. All right, so we definitely um, need a Warlock. Mm. Mm. like it's it's become it's getting to that point already where it's like the raids wednesday and it's like yeah the raids wednesday like the raid is that's why i'm on the grind i'm gonna be raid ready which i'm gonna be raid ready just i didn't play a raid like i didn't play a raid last time like i'm gonna be raid ready by i should hit probably light level maybe 60 or 70 today like 260 270 today 
after grinding, after literally after we record this, I'm gonna go grind some more. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's 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 finally gotten to a point where we I am grinding. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I made it pretty easy to two thirty. Yeah. Um, no problem. Then it's starting to, excuse me, slowly but surely, um, become a little bit more of a grind to get gear, which I'm totally fine with. Mm-hmm. Go run the strikes again. Go jump in the crucible. There's plenty to do. Yeah. Go do your activity, the um, adventures, or you can go do your quest. There's plenty yeah. to do here. Like, now, my one question for you, man, and I guess this is like we're, we're going into another topic here. So, overall, you like Destiny, right? You yes. think it's fun? You like the Destiny. PvP? You like, yes. Yeah. Um, there's a shader epidemic happening, sir. So, explain, explain this to me, because yes. I, I was doing some reading. Uh, this is perfect transition to jump into the news yeah. then. Um, so overall, Joe, though, really just to finish this off, that our review um, of Destiny 2. We enjoyed the game. Do we recommend the game? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I do recommend it. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I do think it's a fun game. I do think it's worth playing. Um, if you play Destiny 1 and care about the characters Joe is talking about, you will get so much more out of this than what you did if you didn't uh, care about Destiny 1 and those characters. But it's still an enjoyable experience um, if you just want to run around and shoot things with your friends. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think for old Destiny players, this is the this is Destiny One that that should have been. For new players, welcome because it's it's fantastic. Mm. No game of the year. I just want to say that like this ain't gonna be on my list at the end, but it's a really fun game. I'll say that. Again, game of the year is such a hard one. It's like it's like, will this be game of the year? There's so much coming out this year. Exactly. There's like, there's can... so much, but like we're gonna talk about South Park soon. Like, that's gonna be awesome if if it fucking comes out this year. It's gonna be awesome. You know, I we got like Wolfenstein. I think it's going to. Oh god, I'm so excited. But yeah, it's, it's like it's for me game of the year. <sighs> This is really hard because I was about yeah. to say something that's totally going to contradict me in the end, so I'm not going to say that. But yeah, it's not my. So I was going to say, yeah, go say game it. of the year. I was going to say, but I don't actually agree with this after second guessing myself. Okay. Game of the year needs to have an amazing story, but it doesn't because my game of the year this year so far is PUBG. Right. Right. I think so, this is a conversation when we get to that topic. I do agree with you. Because like like to me like I I used to uh, subscribe to that logic until Overwatch came out last year, and that was like a game that I didn't think was gonna be my game of the year. But then I was just like, no, I had the most fun. I played it the most. I liked it a lot. And you know what? It might not have a story at all, but it was worth the money I paid for it. And then some. I think I'm definitely changing as a gamer though. That too. I used to play video games for story driven content, and. As I can tell this year, Destiny 2, again, it does have a story, but I don't care mm-hmm. about it. PUBG. Um, there's not, what else have I played? This Ghost Recon didn't have a good story. I enjoyed the gameplay, not Game of the Year, don't <laughs> get me wrong. Right. But, and not even close to Game of the Year. Um, but I definitely shut the bed with that one. Um, but yeah, it was... It's hard. I'm definitely changing. I'm definitely changing. Yeah. But like you were saying, let's get into the news this week. Um, and before we do that, let's get into it and say this week's My Xbox and Me is brought to you by Mike Lynch. Um, Mike, thank you very much for supporting the show. And he says, hey, everyone, 
My Excellence here, and I'd like to tell you about my YouTube channel. I play games, review movies, and go over life experiences. Basically, the whole shebang. Uh, I'm no longer on the hiatus, and I'm releasing brand new videos. So it'd be cool if you go check them out at youtube.com slash Mike Lynch. No, I am not the ukulele player. Back to the show. Thank okay. you, Mike, for all your support. I'm going to say it. I don't believe Mike, so I don't think he's back from his hiatus, and that means you have to check him out. It's the only way to prove that. me wrong. You Prove me wrong. That. You should do that. Joe, talk us through this um, microtransaction drama of the shaders. <sighs> so, for those who don't know what shaders yeah. are, first things first, what are they? So, shaders are um, variants of color you could put on, in the original game, your entire body. So, let's just say you want to make your guy look black and gold, right? That was yeah. one of my favorite colors. There was a shader for that, and it would give your, your look black and with gold decals all over it and it was really nice cool. now back in the day shaders were things you could get real easily by just going to a vendor and buying them or they were things you would have to complete uh like for example i did the the crota raid um and i defeated crota and i got this really rare shader it was fucking rad it was black uh and this like neon green accent it was really awesome looking and to me, I always wore that when we were raiding because it was kind of like a, hey, look at what I got and you don't have. So yeah. am I a badass or what? You would get shaders for completing Trials of Osiris, which if you guys don't know is fucking hard as hell. Being some of the best at uh, Iron Banner, you get shaders for that as well. And shaders were like a thing you would easily swap in and out of easily to change with whatever item you just got. Because I don't want to make it sound like like I'm a fashionista or anything, but sometimes the colors don't look as good. Oh, they look terrible. Ar- yeah, with the armor you have. So yeah. what's happened in Destiny 2 with all these improvements, um, and I was not aware of this, and I don't think many others were, was uh, Bungie, again, I could be wrong, so put an asterisk here, didn't tell anybody about the, the, the shader change. Now shaders are consumable. Uh, and they go on each item instead of uh, individual items instead of the whole body. So you can make your gloves have black and green with your gold be your head being gold and yellow or so or gold and red, right? You can mix and match. Uh, you can put shaders on your guns now, and so you can make your guns look different. And so you go, okay, where's the problem here? The yeah. problem is is that it is consumable, meaning uh, once you run out, that's it. You're done. Uh, you will. There's a way to get those those back. You will have to buy the in-game currency with your real cash, and roll for them, kind of like a loot box in Overwatch would work. So, like every game in 2017. Yeah. Almost. The the problem is, um, you know, I and and I'll quote the great Greg Miller here is I would be okay. And even this is even coming from me. Oh shit. I would be okay if. Okay, I have to buy a black and gold on the store. Fine. Charge me 99 cents. I would even be okay with that um, because you could preview the, 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 the colors on you beforehand before even putting them on. So, yeah. um, you know, fine. Just make it so I have the ability to buy the color I want. But instead, you're put through this, this rolling system, this guessing game. Which again, uh, every game does. Yeah. Overwatch, 
uh, PUBG. Um, to say there's a few, there's a few more. Yeah. Uh, FIFA does it with Ultimate Team. Madden does it with Ultimate Team. Yeah. Their card packs. So Destiny players have a problem with this. So so you go okay, other games have it. Like my one friend's like, whatever. Developers need to make money, and I agree. The problem is is how each game is different. Like each game has its own culture behind it, and Destiny culture is, you know, like like um, you know, one minute I want to have green and red or something on me and then i want to like i want to see what what shaders look better and so you would swap back and forth back and forth to inspect the shaders okay. if you do that in this game you just run out and what happens is a lot of people go well okay uh if i go to this raid and i get this shader i'm now the dog the gang of dogs are outside they want my head but um it, if you if you want to try to get the shader from this raid it's not guaranteed so that means you have to farm the raid and farm for shaders this is a new thing you're just gonna have to to grind for which would back in the original destiny feel like an event it felt like when you got a shader you achieved the highest rank where in this one it kind of diminishes the importance of shaders while at the same time incentivizes you to pay for something that was in the first game free. So a lot of people have problems with it because they're like, whoa, why are you making me pay for this now if for three or four years you were three years, yeah. For three years this was free. You know, it's not paying for future content. You still have to pay for a season pass. That's thirty-four ninety-nine. You know, you still have to pay for you know, you could pay for vehicles, you could pay for remotes, but those you always could pay for. This is a new change that people aren't welcoming with open uh, hands, so much so that like on Reddit, this is all I'm seeing is people going, Don't buy the shaders, don't buy these microtransactions, don't do it. This is bullshit. Um, so, okay, yeah. this is... I, I'm going to comment it from, again, total yeah. different perspective of I couldn't give two fucks about shaders. I have a ton of them, not use single one. Um, I don't really care about how my character looks, honestly. I had right. this really cool uh, chest plate that fire, had fire in the middle that I liked oh, using, right. but I couldn't use it because it ran out. Uh, it, I had to trade it out for something else. But I've still got it so I can level up that one, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, Reddit's doing it right. Just don't support it. Yeah, just don't That's buy it. That's it. it. Let, end of the story. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. If you don't want to... If if you're pissed about the shaders, don't use real, like, real microtransaction money for it. End yeah. of story. Done. Dusted. And... What I, yeah, go for it. I'm sorry. Because I, I uh, What so I will say is... <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> what I will say is, with you saying that, oh, well, people are going to have to raid for shaders, but are we not raiding anyway for gear? So, right. You're still gonna get your gear, and you're gonna be doing the raids anyway. So, so here's here's a good jump off point for that. Um, cool. Luke Smith, uh, the the creative director of the game, sent out four tweets. Right, he goes, shaders are earned through gameplay, mm-hmm. uh, leveling, chests, and grims vendors. We expect you to be flush with shaders. 
uh, as you continue to play. His second tweet goes, when you reach level 20, shaders will drop more often, vendor rewards, destination play, and endgame activities. Uh, shaders are now ongoing reward for playing customization will inspire gameplay each planet has unique armor and shader rewards with destiny 2 we want statements like i want to run raid trials or go back to titan and get more of its shader to be possible so it's exactly what you said it's hey listen it's incentivizing you to go back to the raid to get that shader. It's incentivizing you to go back to trials to get that armor. I would say it's incentivizing you to play the game more. Yeah. Is that not their job? Their job is, I get it. We've paid our 60 bucks or uh, 40, 50 pound, whatever it is. Um, or maybe 80 if you bought the expansion or whatever. Right. Um, I get it. That you've bought something and now you want to be able to make your character look beautiful and whatever. That's just not the world we live in at the moment with games, which is they've not really done anything wrong in my opinion. They've mm -hmm. literally, they're literally just trying to get you to play the game more. What's right. the problem? Maybe again, I'm not into shaders, and I didn't play the first game again, so for me, it's like, well, whatever. Um, but really, is this really a big deal? Like, yeah, like, like, like I was talking you, to one of my friends about this. Than I have so. Yeah, I was talking to one of my friends about it, and it was getting it was getting kind of heated because I'm like I, I'm going into it at this time like I don't know much. Like I was angry in the beginning because I I didn't know again much. I was going in blind, going, "Whoa, what what the fuck are you doing, Destiny?" I got really really pissed off. But as I learned more about it, I was like, "Okay, as long as we're able to look at the shader before we even put it on." If we're able to stack said shader, and if the drops are as regular as you say they are, then my 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 just poking holes here. If they're not as big of a deal as they say they are, then why make it paid in the first place? Very good point. Very, um, very, if you're going to be point. flush with them, why even incentivize? Why, why do I need to pay for them with real money? Then? Yes, we're going to be so flush with them. Um, now my other thing is, again, it's, you know, you're coming at it through, through a new perspective. I'm looking at it as these are like players who, you know, there are, they're, hard, they're hardcore players. Yeah. Like but they're, 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 they're a different sect that really care about this issue. Like this one person's yeah. like, uh, I saw in the kind of funny forums was, you know, I'm not a fan of shaders, but this sucks if you do, and if you are a fan of shaders, because, I'm 100 percent there with him. Yeah, 100. Because you know, it 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 does. I like I feel bad for those people, and my my reaction to that is, don't buy it. Like you said yeah. earlier, um, don't buy the microtransactions, and if you have a problem with it, speak out against it. Like these, 100%. like I really fucking hate. I really fucking hate when you go, oh, look at, like, this is a microtransaction and I don't like it. I fucking hate the replies of grow up or whatever, it, or they're a business out to make money or like yeah. settle down grow up. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't get, see, you don't get to say that because to me, no, this is an issue for someone, right? If you have a problem with something, you have a right and as a consumer to say, I don't like this to a company. Like, yes, Bungie is a company and they're out to make money. So don't go out there and defend them. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, don't go out there and say, 
oh, you guys are just cry babies, get used to it. No, this is the market speaking. So just let them speak. Speak. It's not hindering your gameplay experience. That's, if if that's what I was literally about to say. Me as a newcomer into Destiny, into the community, if people have a problem with this and they're gonna get some change by voicing their opinion yeah. via the subreddit, Twitter, emails, whatever it is, it doesn't affect my gameplay at all. So just let them. So like like so let them bitch and complain. That's it. We don't have to fight each other. Like this guy's like. Like, I was talking to one guy, and I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, sure, I was angry at the time, but I was like, this is bullshit. This is something that the problem is it's not that we have to pay for it. The problem is it's incentivizing saying, hey, you know that what was once free for three years? We're now making it so you have to buy it. That's where I come in, and that's where I have a problem with it. And That's not a true statement either, though. It's mm-hmm. not making it you have to buy it. It's making you that you have to play the game longer right. to get it. But what I... that's two that's two different issues, isn't it? If mm-hmm. you would, that's two different issues of if you just had to buy the shaders. Oh yeah, that'd be then, really fun. Then that would be the worst thing ever. Yeah, but that's not what this is. This is we they are incentivizing you to buy it. Oh, you want your shiny thing? Go buy it for with real money, or. You can, and we can only go off by the, you said it was community manager? Yeah. Uh, the, correct, um, the creative director, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the creative director. We can only go by his tweet, which is, there are plenty of shaders, you earn them frequently, you earn them easily, which I have a ton of shaders. I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what they do, because I didn't understand what they were, yeah. but I've got loads of them. So I'm inclined to agree with him on this case, which is, I'm not that worried about mm. it as such but yeah. yeah to me i'm i'm like okay provide a middle ground where everybody's happy which um, is what which is which is um create cre- put put systems in place and answer questions that we don't know yet so i think the biggest problem with shaders is that this the game's not even a week old not not enough people are able to ex- uh explore the inventory options so yeah. like i just want to know and make it clear to me because, you know, some people say one thing, some people say the other, is am I able to stack consumables on top of each other? Will they take extra inventory space? How can I make it so that my inventory and how much can I hold in my inventory? Um, you know, how can we make it so that it is a user-friendly experience rather than, you know, just just what it is right now of well you'll be flush with them okay if i have a lot of the red shader right am i going to max out all my inventory if i stack all of this crap yeah you know so like answer those questions while at the same time offering an in-depth um uh, way of checking out how your gear is going to look so right now you can toggle on a shader to make it so that you'll see what your entire guy looks like that's cool maybe toggle an option where you see the piece of individual item to make sure that you want maybe the blue on the pants but not so much of the gun right that i could gotcha. focus in on the gun and make sure it looks awesome to me gotcha you know make that a thing make that an option and i'm i'm fine with it at the end of the day yeah, they are a company and they are out to make money. And at the same time, though, we have grievances. So fix them and address them. Don't give us this PRE statement. PR speak, 100%. Because it's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, 
Like, like that's that doesn't help the situation. So yeah. do something that helps the situation that will make most people happy. And at the same time, guys, if you see someone out there going like, this is bullshit, this game sucks, or whatever, ever, let them vent. Because what you do when you go grow up or like like or like talk shit to them, is you're only strengthening their opinion. You're you're only you only strengthen the opposition when you name call or when you fight with people. But and I'll defend the other side of that though. The people that are fine with this and don't see the problem with microtransactions or don't see the problem with the individual pieces of shaders or whatever yeah. it is. Let them have their say too. Oh yeah, you can let to, them have their it say. Can't, just... It can't be a one-way streak of. It can't be a one. I, I agree with you on the case of like, don't call people babies and don't call people ass lickers or sucking bungee's dick or yeah, all this bullshit that comes in my chat. Um, and how about instead you have an adult conversation yeah. and say, well, this is this is what it is, yeah. and this is how I feel. This is how I feel, and air that in a positive and decent way yeah don't don't tweet at the creative director calling him a fucking ass licker or a shit don't do that don't do that do air your grievances and and explain your point of view yeah like like yeah explain your point of view again i get it like i was like i was angry because from what i immediately heard from it but then when you when you read more into it i'm like no okay i i see it like i'm not i'm not gonna say like i'm 100 down again i think they need to meet in the middle but like yeah, let people air their grievances, and also, yeah, let people go. You know what? I'm I'm fine with it. So oh. whatever, you know. Don't. There's no need to fight each other because it just it really just doesn't help the situation at all. It really no. doesn't. And it I think not. the the faster da- uh, Bungie addresses the issue, um, because obviously this does need changing. Uh, then the better that the community is from it because right now what we have is a great great game being bogged down and getting bad press over just one small little thing in this game in the grand scheme of things yeah so to me yeah let people air the grievances let them let let the market speak let's not try to shut each other up just talk to each other you know or and, and respect each other just fair enough you know be nice, please. I know that's asking a lot from the internet and Reddit. <laughs> Let's move on and get on to the next piece of news, which is South Park the Fractured Buttholes. Difficulty slider changes the skin of your, the color of your skin. Yeah. <clears throat> Ubisoft com- uh, comedy RPG South Park the Fractured Butthole features various levels of difficulty. From easy to very difficult, much like most games. What's different, what's different though, is that the difficulty affects the color of your character's skin. During the character creation section of the game, which you will see in this video below, blah, 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 this tape was taken from Eurogamer, uh, for those who are wondering, you select the difficulty of the game. What's interesting is it's easier, sorry, is the easier the difficulty, the lighter your character's skin. Oh boy. Controversially, the higher difficulty, the darker your character's skin. Um, it means if you want to play the Fractured Spontal on a hard, harder than normal difficulty, you will play as a person of colour. And what I'd like to add here, because this isn't my story, and if you want to play as a, a person of non-colour, meaning white, 
you and you want to play it on easy, you have to be white. I want to mm-hmm. give the pose into both of that, not right. just one side. Um, during the process, South Park uh, steward Eric Cartman um, will comment, don't worry, this doesn't affect combat, just every other spe- aspect of your whole life. <laughs> um, and there's uh, some more going on on the Ubisoft developers video they put out. Joe. Yes. <clears throat> this seems like How a, offended it, am I is your question, I think. Well, no, you're, you're white. I'm you white. can't be offended. That's I'm... how it works, right? I overhear him, not. <laughs> Hyperbole. I'm joking, everyone. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. This is interesting. This is definitely a South Park way of dealing with things. Yes. This is definitely uh, Trey and... Um, Trey. Oh, my God. Like, Is this serious? Like, how can... This is crazy. So I love it. I love it. Don't get me yeah. wrong. And... I don't want to. I don't want to go too into this because this is a a, a touchy topic that I'm sure right. we could we could um, dance around for a long, long time. And you do have to be well spoken when talking about these sort of topics and stuff. Yeah. But I don't hate this. Yeah. So um, I'm not good at dancing. So I'll just say I think this is awesome. Um, it is it is forcing people to talk about a subject matter that people don't like to talk about and the best way to talk about it is to poke fun at the situation right so mm-hmm. comedy really does to me solve most problems and this to me is addressing an issue that has been um you know under the radar for years now and it's really like addressing that and the really cool thing about it is you can make your character female you can make your character gay or you can make your um your your character trans and (laughs) um the way the way that um oh god what's the guy that says "Mm i forget Uh, the guidance counselor um uh manky um is it manky oh what's it is it is it is it mackie is Mackie in there? Yeah. Isn't okay. it? Um, well, he, yeah, he, I think he, I'm right. Yeah. He, he's like, he, he, every time you, you, you put a, like, oh, you identify as a woman, and he calls your parents up, you're like, it kind of like retcons the first game. He's like, oh, so you mean the entire time in the Secret Truth, uh, your character was a female guy? <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Mackie, there you go. Yeah, it was. It, it's fantastic. This is a way to talk about something that we always are uncomfortable by, and it's a way to disarm the situation by poking fun at it through through a lens that only Trey Parker and Matt Stone can do. And I feel like if anybody has a problem with this, you have a problem with me, no, but um, they're they're so centrist when they're when it comes to making jokes. Like they're so great at giving all making fun of the right and the left all the time you know it's, yeah. it's it goes both ways it's not one way yeah so i'm i'm actually it, it actually to me says it encourages me to play as a white character and then immediately go and play as a black character and yeah. see how because the only thing that's going to change is how characters are going to talk to me so yeah. i'm really interested i'm and this is actually makes me want to buy the game more if that so, makes any sense go. yeah Next piece of news is one that 
is interesting, I guess, um, was one that I wasn't expecting. One that's a little bit disappointing, honestly. Yeah. But you'll hear why I think this. Uh, Rockstar announces LA Noir for Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and VR with... And, X, and the Xbox version will have an Xbox One X enhancement 4K except. Um, the detective game LA Noir is coming to Switch. Rockstar said today, blah, 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 blah. We don't care about the Switch stuff. Long story short here is that it is coming to Xbox One and will have 4K enhancements on Xbox One X. My problem okay. with this is Rockstar are... It's not Max Payne 3. Gods are gods in my eyes they make amazing games um very rarely are they bad um and they've made one of the best games of all time which is gta 5 in my opinion sure. um why rockstar why I... you were the only company that i knew and i thought that wouldn't do any remakes or this type of re-releases stuff mm-hmm. and they done it and i'm a little bit upset by it because right. now this gives way for everyone done it anyway and it pissed me off but when rockstar can do it that means anybody can do it mm-hmm. anybody can release re-release a game now and be like well the big companies do it so why shouldn't we yeah like the big companies want to double dip so why shouldn't we the big companies are making this this money why shouldn't me and rockstar makes so much money that it didn't need to do this. Go and make an LA Noir 2. <laughs> Go and make a, 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 I don't know, a Table Tennis 2. Go make my Bully uh, 2. Don't right. do this. I hate this, and this upsets me a little bit. Yeah, I think I think when it comes to this, um, you know, they, they did it for GTA 5, and they gave them the way out on that one because GTA 5 was out only a year. And I was gonna then, say GTA Five come at the at the end of the Xbox 360 PS3 life cycle. Yeah. So I didn't care so much with that. Exactly. So when when this happens now, it, it it's just like why LA Noir? Why not Red Dead? You, you know, it, it gets you those those questions of like, why not a game that actually deserves it? Maybe, maybe okay. because they do focus a lot on the Switch. And VR aspect right. of this article that I was reading. Maybe it was the only game they could get to run on a Switch. Yeah. So that's why this is... Obviously, if it's going to come to Switch, they're going to bring it over to other places. That makes sense. Yeah. So And they brought out a VR aspect to it as well as... So it's not just a. I suppose that's what they could they could come back with. It's not just a re-release. It's a whole new game. It has Joy-Con um, motion controls and all that rubbish for this version. Again, none of that really affects us yeah. over here in Xbox land. That all worries over there in Nintendo and VR land. For the Xbox gamer, it's a pure fact of why. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think this is more news if we were if we were a switch podcast yeah i think this is more news for them uh and i actually think it's cooler for them because they never got this and i think that if this does well for the switch you're gonna see gta 5 get on that machine no way not Fuck on yeah, this dude. earth you're crazy joe this is not even worth talking about on here but you are fucking well, I- not gta 5 will not run on switch yes it will Okay, not worth arguing about right now. Okay, all right. No, it won't. But no. when it happens, let me tell you, I get I get a chance at that belt. That's what I say. You could just challenge for the belt, but you know. Um, no, nope, no. Nope. Next I have piece to of do news. It in style. 
PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds has sold 10 million copies. Holy shit. PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds has now sold an incredible 10 million copies in under six months. The Battle Royale game launched on Steam as an early access title in March and since then has become one of the most popular games in the world. <laughs> Brendan, PlayerUnknown, Greeny tweeted the news and thanked fans for their support. I like this guy. I do. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. And you might be saying to yourself, Fixer, why are we talking about PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds selling 10 million copies on a PC and that doesn't matter about Xbox? Because it is coming to Xbox mm. and it is coming to Windows, which pretty much we cover on this show anyway, um, because of it being an extension of Xbox. Mm. Um, and what I would say is, how many people are going to double dip on this game? I'm expecting a lot. Yeah. This is like, awesome. Like, I, I like this guy because he comes out. He says like, "Like, hey guys, thank you." And then I'm like, "All right, back to work." Like, it's not like he's not sugarcoating shit. You know, he's not. It's not a three page jerk fest of why this game means so much. It's just like, "Thank you guys, means a lot." Okay, let's, I'm gonna go back to South Korea, and then bam, yeah. you know, I like it. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. less than six months. This is. You know, ridiculous. ridiculous. It really is. Yeah, like it's that. That's a game reserved for like that. That that's the number reserved for games like Destiny. That's reserved for things like Call of Duty. This game, holy shit! That that, that means something. You know. So what I would say as well is it's such a big get for Xbox. Which okay, we know it's not coming elsewhere. But if you listen to last week's episode of Unlocked, Dest uh, Destin Laguerre done some great uh, journalism. Um, over there because he was saying that they are very it seemed to him again mm -hmm. take with a pinch of salt that they are very very focused on the Xbox version and the PC version and the PlayStation version hasn't even come into talk like they need so much help getting this over right. to Xbox that there's no way they are making the PlayStation version you know like we have this conversation where we're like well, if they're working on the Xbox version, they're working on the PlayStation version, obviously. I don't think so in this case. Okay. Like, you could be waiting maybe a whole year for this to come to PlayStation, which, again, to some people would be like, well, it's just a year. That's a long time for this game. This game could be dead in a year. I don't think so, though. I'm, I'm not saying it is. Oh, okay. I'm not saying it is, but what I'm saying is it could be dead right. in a year. Because what what I will say is, me, Crash, Kami, everyone that was streaming it, like us, our little group, mm -hmm. we've already got bored of the game as such. We do, we still have that itch to go back. I do anyway. Um, but we are waiting for the new map. We are waiting for vaulting. We are waiting for those little incremental updates now, and they're not coming just yet. Mm. So I do think this is a game that you'll go back to all of the time because the gameplay is not changing. It's just going to keep happening. Right, but. It is getting a little bit stale, so mm -hmm. interesting. Okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I'm pumped. Um, 
Next piece of news is a big one for me, and I care about it a lot, which is Resident Evil 7's oh DLC drops in December. Capcom will release two pieces of DLC content for Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. The delayed episode uh, titled Not a Hero, which is obviously a... Uh, that's the free update um, right. DLC, which sort of continues the story on from the end of the game, which I won't spoil here right now. But very, very, very important to all hardcore Resident Evil fans to find out who this person is mm-hmm. um, and if our theories are right or wrong or we're all going to get very angry so be prepared for the new guy from Reddit to explode when this happens um, and the next piece of uh, DLC they've announced which is um, called End of Zoe which will be released both of them on December 12th hmm. the publisher announced today the company will release also a gold edition of Resident Evil 7 that will include all the game's DLC content to date so, um, this is interesting, obviously, because we're going to get the Not Hero DLC, which right. is free, and finishes off that story arc. And we're going to be getting the um, the new End of Zoe DLC, which I'm interested for, because Zoe was an interesting character, um, and I'd love to know how her story ends. So that's cool. And obviously, the Gold Edition is sort of announcing that Resident Evil 7 is done. Once this DLC drops, they will finish and then go move on to something else. Probably Resident Evil 8. Um, which yeah. I can't wait, which I'm hoping for. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in the gold edition because I haven't actually picked up any of the DLC. Um, I was tempted to tempted and tempted and tempted and then didn't, 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 didn't. The gold edition, I'd love to have the copy digitally anyway because I have a physical copy. Mm. Um, so if they can do that in a cheap bundle for me, I'm all in, I'm ready for it, why not? Mm. So I am very interested in that. Uh, next piece of news, Borderlands Studio teases new project and it's probably Borderlands 3. Um, Borderlands Studio Gearbox have been given strong hints that Borderlands 3 is on its way. Speaking at PAX West this weekend, Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford teased that around 90% of the company's uh, production staff are, and I quote, working on the thing that most of you want us to be working on, according to Shockers. This isn't a guarantee of Borderlands 3, of course, and Pitchford added... A um, product does not exist until it's announced. So yeah, it, you know, I'm just tired of Gearbox. I just don't like them that much. That's that's all. Borderlands is an amazing franchise. So I, I mean, I, it's way. a good franchise. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's again. Why not just say it's, you're working on Borderlands Three? Why have you got to beat around the bush? Why have you got to be an idiot about this but what i will say is mm-hmm. um respect to randy pitford because again on unlocked last week um ryan mccaffrey announced that he'd done a unfiltered with him and apparently he hasn't shied away from talking about anything they talk about alien um colonial marine mm-hmm. um they talk all things and it ryan didn't get through all these questions and randy even flew back to ign to do a second part to that interview so when Joe wants to be a hater and be uh, say bad things about these people, remember they're human beings and that uh, he was a good man and done that. And you should definitely sure. go check it out because sure. it's an amazing interview. Hey, remember when Randy Pitchford said that his team was working on uh, on Aliens Colonial Marines and that was a total lie and he just hired an outside studio? Fuck that guy. Next I have piece nothing is, nice Xbox to say. One S sold as a Ultra HD Blu-ray player in Japan. Yes, yes. Things have got this terrible. 
um, in the Xbox days oh. in Japan, which is crazy. So if you didn't see this, there was a photo gone up um, and shout out to the YouTuber Ganjin, G-A-I-F-J-I-N Hunter, um, who pointed this out and put it on Reddit and places like that. Oh, boy. Um, and saw that a shop was selling the Xbox One S as a Blu-ray player, not a game... <laughs> Uh, Ultra HD, sorry, Blu-ray player. Not a games console or an entertainment system or anything like that. Strictly a Blu-ray, a Ultra HD Blu-ray player. Jesus, they'll do anything to try to sell these. Hey, man, whatever you can do, especially in Japan. Like, I, I don't like, I don't actually see this as like a, like people are like, <laughs> look at the bad Xboxes. I'm like, yeah, the, the land of PlayStation, Nintendo, and Sega, of course. Like. I actually don't, like, yeah, this is a great way to sell it. Hey, you want a cheap, you know, UHD drive? Here it is. And then maybe, maybe they like it enough to go out and buy something for it, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like the only problem with the Xbox One there is, you know, Xbox needs to make real steps and not just say they're making steps to connect with Japan. Like, maybe they need to go and waste money there, you know, throw, throw money at, atlas to make persona on the xbox not gonna happen not gonna it just happen won't work but... they're not picking that up and they don't care about xbox yeah but I, I i feel like just whatever you could do sell it man <laughs> whatever gets you yeah um next piece of news which is a little bit of sad news uh but after seven years of xbox live indie games is closing down for good. So for those who don't know what this is hmm. um on the xbox 360 they had they used to have this separate um, category for indie games which were like they wasn't like there wasn't like super meat boy or braid or stuff like that it was like like we went and made a game and then we could put it on this indie section Ooh. it didn't have achievements it didn't have stuff like that it literally was just made indie games hmm. uh, but that will be shutting down um xbox live is shutting down its indie game program for the 360 microsoft has told developers in an email today effective today developers cannot purchase or renew an annual membership in the program though active developers may continue building their games until a year from now september 9th 2016 Rip. on the date all publishing to indie game marketplace on the 360 will cease so Rip. there you go if and if you are looking to get some of those games you can still buy them i'm not sure what the dates are but there's not nothing really in it because in there help you with you yeah sorry yeah. developers if you've got anything in there that you want to promote um next piece of news killer instinct on steam will what, what? support cross play with windows 10 and xbox one now this is a big piece of news you think and i think this is way bigger than what people are making out okay because, let me get into it. So, Microsoft has announced in June that the free-to-play Windows Store exclusive fighting game Killer Instinct will be coming to Steam later in the year. That hasn't happened yet, but community manager Rakuki Raku- mm, <laughs> Raku- 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 um, has said... And I quote, when you download the latest Killer Instinct content update, if you don't haven't done so already, you will undoubtedly notice something particular. So we wanted to give you the heads up on that before you spotted it in the wild. Tucked away in this CU is a switch that will enable certain features you've been crowning for. 
Clamoring for, sorry, Clamoring for, and that features is indeed crossplay. He wrote, Yes, this is your confirmation that It Killer Instinct on Xbox One or Windows 10 will be able to play cross network with players on Steam as well as, uh, as well. And we're super excited to bring that feature uh, to you when Killer Instinct launches on Steam in the coming weeks. Now, I say this is a big, 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 big feature because this now opens the doors for other games mm-hmm. that are on Steam. We always know they could do it with the Windows Store, which makes 100% sense. Right. But with a Steam library, that that's where people care. They care about their Steam library. I'm sorry, Microsoft, people don't care about their Windows library. What? Like, it's just not a thing. People don't care. But their Steam library, they do. And the more games they can get cross-play with Xbox, right. the better for the whole ecosystem. Yeah. I'm 100%, I 100% believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I think his name's Rukari. Rukari. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Rukari. That makes a lot more sense than whatever I said. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> next piece of news, which is kind of important, but maybe not to some of you, um, is, and last piece of news, oh no, two more pieces of news, sorry. Fuza 7 has officially gone gold with a demo arriving September 19th. If you love Fuza, go get that. Are you going to pick up Fuza? No, I'm not picking up Forza. Hell Why, no. You don't like cars? No, thank you. Um, no, I love cars, but I've got Forza 5. So why do I need Forza 7? Because <laughs> it's a I'm bigger like, number. I'm, I know, I know. I'm like what people are like with sports games, where I'm like, FIFA 18 is coming out. Yeah, people are like, I've got 15, I'm good. I'm like that with racing games, okay. which is, I don't need the newest shiny one. I just play the one I have when I feel like playing that, right. which is not very often. So. Oh, boy. Next piece of news. Uh, your boy AC Bongos is leaving the UK to work at Xbox in the US. Oh. I have some news. I am leaving not to play for Albion FC, unfortunately. That's just my leaving gift. I'm off to the US. So there's a whole thread that you can go read. But AC Bongos, your friendly Scottish friend, um, is going to work with the Xbox team in the US, which is awesome. Hmm. That's brilliant for him. I'm super, 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 super happy for him. So... That is. Um, I wonder how he's gonna make it over that wall. Um, I'm sure he'll use an aeroplane. He got. Oh, well, you don't know. You don't. You're right. You don't know. <laughs> um, let's get into fix the sack, yeah. Joe. Um, this has been a long episode, so let's get into. We've got one email. Okay. And it says, "Good day, my Xbox and me family. It is I, King Jesse to some, Uncle Jesse to others, but primarily just Jesse. Apologize for my lack of mail, but I am always listening." And like Batman's fateful sidekick, I only come around when needed. My question is my question to you fine folks is your biggest video game crush. Mine is Jack from Mass Effect 2. So I've already taken called Dibs. Love ya all Jesse. So before we answer the question, yes. I want to give a big shout out to Uncle Jesse. Make some great stuff over on his YouTube channel, which you should all check out. He also co-hosts um, the Reddit podcast with the dead Ross Miller. Um, Rip. He's dead. Um, but they do some great work over there. So if you are not listening, definitely, definitely, definitely go check them out. I did not know Uncle Jesse himself listens to this show. So I'm very happy that he does. Mm. And thank you for your email, sir. Everywhere now, my. You go, go on. Everywhere. You know. Full house. That's what I'm thinking of. I don't know what you're talking about, Joe. You never watch Full House? No. Or the spin-off Fuller House? No, no. The Olsen twins? Nope. Uncle Jesse? 
John motherfucking Stamos? You never heard of John Sorry. Stamos. I know who John Stamos is. He's the most beautiful man. Like, I, I'm heterosexual, but I'm pretty sure you could get with me, man. He's, anyway, he's, he's, a, he's, question, a piece, he's a piece of art, all right? Joe, Joe, we don't care about your crush in that sense. All right. We care about well, you know who, I would, who my celebrity so, crush on Full House is, King thank Jesse. You, thank you for that. Um, who is your biggest video game crush? Mine, uh, he he has the, he has he he's in the right direction, King Jesse, Mass of which effect. I didn't vote for. Um, Uncle Jesse is what I call him. He says he's King Jesse to some, but I didn't vote for him. So true, yeah. true. I'm being repressed. I didn't vote for my queen though. I didn't I didn't vote for my queen either. So, <laughs> um, but he's in the right direction. Mass Effect Two for sure, but it's Miranda Lawson, Yvonne Shavosky, who plays her. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! They they got everything right. Let me tell you, Miranda is my future wife. She just doesn't know it yet. She hasn't been technically created. So, boy, boy oh boy! Like I okay. never went like this is the part of gaming where I was like, it's getting it's getting too real because usually I'm like I don't find like video game characters like necessarily attractive because like mm-hmm. all their their proportions are just everywhere. But Miranda Lawson, she got it where it counted. And that's what I think. So Fair enough. Um, mine, the one I go to when I think straight away off the top of my head, is probably Chun Lee from Street Fire. Mm-hmm. Those legs. Those legs. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll be honest with you. When I go to Comic Con and I see a cosplay, I definitely do double turn. Little story for you. One time I did that and caught an arrow to a knight, and Haley was standing right next to me and laughed in my face. Oh. And she was like, "That's what you get for trying to look." <laughs> so there you go. That is there's a little. I little love story Haley there. so much. So I was I was at Comic Con. She didn't have a go at me for looking. No, 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 no problem there. But I looked as I turned back around. Arrow smashed me straight in the eye from obviously someone being too close with their arrows, and uh, she literally just looked at me like. That's what you get, and just burst out laughing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, oh, that's me. That is me. Joe, let's plug, 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 yeah. and get ourselves out of here. What have you got to plug this week, my friend? Oh man, let's you know what for the sake of saying it, let's plug the Xbox Drive. Sean Capri, get me on there. I need to order something online. Um, that I want to. I hope I hope you know you can't promote your own stuff now. You ah, just promote it right. someone else's. That's oh. how it works. You Guys, know? no. Uh, also, the PlayStation <laughs> Podcast, if you want to hear it. Dude, we're doing fucking gangbusters over on the iTunes. Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. On the US charts, we're like we're like right next to the blogcast. We're like this. So, I don't know what that means on iTunes because I'm so new to it. But it has to be a good thing. When you type in PlayStation and podcast, bam, number two. So... It's awesome. Okay. All right. Anyway, Bad Big Games, head over there on YouTube.com slash, I don't know, but just check uh, Bad Big Games out <laughs> on YouTube. Um, we talked about, I reviewed the Switch for six months after the fact. It's a 28-minute long video. Some would say it's my magnum opus of videos. Um, I'm getting nothing but, like, fucking awesome comments, nothing but likes. It's doing fantastic. It's taught me that I think the longer video format is definitely the way to go rather than the shorter six to eight minutes. Maybe I'm aiming for, you know, eight to 12 now. So, yeah. Yeah. Check Bad Bit Games out, man. 
It's we got we got some quality stuff. And maybe I'll make a video why GTA five makes sense on the Switch. And people will just yell at me and why Andy Randy Pitchford is my mortal enemy. Mm, mm, so. mm. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at MCFixer. Uh, the one thing I do want to promote this week is Patreon especially. Mm. Um, the problem, the reason I'm saying that is because YouTube is absolutely demonetizing everything. Oh, like, are you finally getting like, hit? Like it's no joke. Oh, like, boy. So I said it before, i say it again. If you want to support uh, content creators and if you support what I do, um, find me on Patreon, which is yeah. patreon.com slash mcfixer. Um, we have got a ton of tiers. I don't care if you're supporting at $1, at $2, at $3, at $12, at whatever dollars you want. Yeah. Um, we are working on something super important. Um, it's something that I can't wait to show people. It's something that I can't wait to actually do and have regular content yeah. there for people. Hint, um, hint, wink, wink. Yeah, but it's, it's taking a little bit longer than I expected, but we are going to get there, so that is coming. Maybe if it can be ready in three weeks with episode 100, okay. I think that would be perfect. I think, yeah, that's that's something, all right. Um, episode 100 is happening um, three weeks from now. I will be at EGX, uh, Birmingham. I don't actually know where I'm sleeping yet. Maybe on Moody's floor. We still haven't decided yet. No, um, Moody's so but- nice, he'll let you have his bed. I don't think so. Somehow he'll be, he'll be um, like, "Okay, my wife will sleep on the couch. The, the, the you're you're the small spoon." <laughs> <laughs> I like being the small spoon, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, I will be at EGX Birmingham. So if you are there, definitely come and let me know. Email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail I don't care if you email in saying rubbish every week. Literally, mm. the words rubbish. But um, make it happen. And until then, I will love you. I will leave you, and I will see you all later.